you cruising through life not always knowing what direction you were headed? Let Live On Purpose with Dr. Paul Jenkins be your guide. Live On Purpose will give you insights into your life and show you how you can become the driver and captain of it. No more aimless wandering. By learning the principles that govern happiness and wealth, you will be able to make personal progress that you have only dreamed possible. And now, here's your host, the shrink who expands your life, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. I am excited to be here with you again for another episode of Live on Purpose Radio, and I'm glad that you've joined me again. As you know by now, I am constantly on the lookout for people to interview on my show, and I have found some of the most inspiring and successful people I can find, and then I bring them here to tell their stories. And I have a guest with me here today who has recently come into my life, and this man has inspired me. And I don't know if he even knows that. But he has inspired me, and he has a story that I think you will find compelling. I want to introduce to you in his debut radio performance, Mr. Chip Romney. Say hello, Chip. Hello. How are you, Dr. Paul? I'm doing great. Fantastic, actually. What a coincidence, so am I. <laughs> well, it's a choice after all, right? <laughs> right. Well, that's right, part of right. what we're going to be talking about today. But Chip, you and I got to know each other, oh, a little while ago. Not too long, a couple of months maybe. A couple months. And I heard your story. And you have, you have an interesting story. And you're still writing it, aren't you? I am, I am. I would love for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better, maybe by first just having you uh, tell a little bit about your story. Would that be okay? Okay, sure. That's uh, great, Dr. Paul. Um, My name is Chip Romney, and uh, when I was 13, 11 years old... Back then sometime... Yeah, back then sometime. You know what? The great thing about telling stories mm-hmm. is that you can just, you know, get it as close as you can. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> I joke sometimes that not all stories have to be factual to be true. <laughs> and what that there means you is go. there's principles embedded in there, and we don't care about the details too much. But when you were about 11 or 12 or 13. Yeah. Um, when I was 11, my very first Boy Scout outing um, I went to uh, camp with my scout troop, and it was um, a really fun time because, like I said, it was my first time, and I was waiting for my friends to come. I had two really good friends, and we had already planned it out. We were going to have a heyday at this scout camp because it was all of our first time. And we went, and while we should have been collecting firewood, we decided what a fun thing to do would be to swing on some flagpoles that we we found um, somewhere else in our camp. Now, wait, 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 wait. You're expecting me to believe that a bunch of kids are going to want to go do something somewhat adventurous. (laughs) Is that what you're exactly. asking me to believe? You know, I mean, <laughs> that's what scouts do, we right? We were kids, yeah. I take yeah, scouts sure out was. all the time. As I'm a scout leader now, and I take these scouts out, and they're always monkeying around with something. So this is what oh, yeah. you guys found some flagpoles, mm-hmm. and what you're hanging on to, like the ropes on the flagpole and swinging yes. around it, sort of thing. Yeah, we were um, mm-hmm. playing Tarzan. But these were special flagpoles. They were temporary flagpoles put up um, by the camp. What they were is they were made out of wood, and you could take them down really easily. But they were they were designed so that they could, you know, come out. In fact, they were past due to to have come out, but no one no one did that. 
And so um, when my buddies and I, we found these flagpoles, the one I picked was the lucky one to break and fall on my head. Uh. Yeah, it was it was tough, you know. I uh, now, w- Chip. I want to make sure that our listeners have a full appreciation for what that means. This wasn't just an ow, yeah, sort of an accident, was it? No, no, no. What it, happened? It was I went into a coma for uh. three months. Um, it caused severe bleeding, internal bleeding, and I was in a coma for three months. I woke up and I was in a baby-like state, um, couldn't do anything. The doctors thought that that I wasn't going to amount to anything. They thought I was going to be brain dead. and You could have died from this. I I very well could have. I very well could have. So it caused some some permanent kinds of effects for you, is that right? Uh yeah. Yeah, it sure sure did. It hit me in the back of the head, which is where the cerebellum is. Mm-hmm. And the cerebellum is the balance side side of your brain. Mm-hmm. So um when I walk, I don't walk very straight. Kind of walk like I'm drunk. I've noticed that when I walk <laughs> next to you down the hall, you may very well run right into me. That's right. Sometimes <laughs> I might be taking you out, but... Yeah. <laughs> I've wondered how much of that's intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just think I'm doing it on accident. So a coma for three months... Three months. Um, and then when you came out of it, you had to relearn all kinds of things, right? Everything, yeah. It just devastated my life. And my family and my dad had already died of cancer. Um, mm. And so that was kind of a pre-existing condition. We were holding on as a family as it was. and And now this happened and... You know, well, you use the word down. devastated, okay, and i want to I want to highlight that word because we're going to come back to some discussion a little later on our on our show today about what this really has done to your life now that's an interesting way to put it, okay, <laughs> what it has done to your life this happened, okay, and you can't go back and make it not have happened, right. No, I cannot. But you've wished for that at times, haven't you? Many, many, many. And <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, but so I think we've got basically the context of what happened. Now, you and I have talked a little bit about what what people do with their lives, right? Yes. Tell me what you were doing with this prior to a point when you made a different decision. Do you kind of see where I'm leading you with this? Yes, yes. Um, Well, um, Dr. Paul, I began to think, all my life I had um, just accepted it, just accepted it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was able to face my challenges and I had met everything I needed to and Mm -hmm. life wasn't easy, but... It was, it was going, mm-hmm. and then about oh a year ago I'd say, okay. I had a lot of um, oh, bad days, and okay. a lot of uh, feelings that why me why me mm. you know why why did the flagpole not be taken down. Why didn't the scoutmasters know where I was? Why mm-hmm. didn't someone do anything more to help me? And it and there tore was my some, life apart. There was some blaming that was going on too. Can you talk yeah. about that? Some blaming? I blamed 
all the people I could. I blamed the Boy Scouts for mm -hmm. a long time because they were um, responsible for that that campground, and mm -hmm. it was never done. And I had blamed just about everyone. Mm-hmm. So, it's, well, you just... You were asking me a question off to the side. <laughs> you were blaming almost anyone that you thought you could pin it on. I I sure was. And I, I, and I don't want to focus on that too much other than to come back to what was that creating in your life? It was it was tearing me apart. It was it was uh re it was you know, I it was tearing me apart. I uh -huh. I had days where I would just be mad at everyone, everything. Mm -hmm. And it was really childish and stupid, but for me at that time it was a reality. And I uh I have realized that I was um I let my problems become too big and that I just realized mm. that, or now I realize that you need to move on when you have mm -hmm. challenges like that and accept it as a bad day. Don't let it become a bad year or a bad life. Yeah. Just, yeah, move on. Well, and when we come back from this first break, I want to talk about how that transition happened for you because this is not where you're stuck anymore. You got to a point, though, where you were so stuck in this that it was just destroying your life. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I sure and, would. And your mom slipped in, and she's sitting here in studio just kind of observing. She was worried about you, Jim. <laughs> here, you yeah. here you are, a grown man, <laughs> and she's worried about you. What was she worried about? I tell you, I, you know, just uh, I was... I think I was becoming a victim, mm. um, a victim of, of circumstance, victim mm -hmm. of blaming everyone under the sun. And I wasn't taking responsibility for my own life. Mm -hmm. And that's what, what a wise friend told me, that that's what heroes do. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so... You know, that's what they they do. They they learn from um, the bad things that happen, from all those experiences, and then and then make a different choice. And it's that choice we're going to talk about as soon as we come back from this next break. If the pile of books you want to read is growing faster than the pile you have read, then Abundant Reading Systems can help you. After taking Abundant Reading Systems course, I dramatically increased my ability to expand my knowledge in a much more efficient way. My fastest test today was in the 7,000 words per minute. I highly recommend this program from what I've seen it do for other people who've been through the entire program and from what I've seen in myself today. I've teamed up with Abundant Reading Systems to offer a single day intensive speed reading workshop that will at least double your reading speed, guaranteed. This belief started to grow inside of me that I thought, you know, I can really do this. I can read, you know, as fast as I let myself read and uh, ended up doubling my time, my speed reading time, which was really good. This is David Hinton, founder of Abundant Reading Systems. I want to personally invite you to join us for our next event. Visit AbundantReadingSystems.com now. Abundant Reading Systems, reading at the speed of imagination. Thank you for listening to Live On Purpose Radio. Some of you have been asking how you can get more involved with the show. And I also appreciate those of you who have offered to support the show. Now you can do both easily by purchasing a Top Spots listing. For a very small donation to the show, 
your link will be posted at liveonpurposeradio.com. Just go to the website and look for the Top Spots widget on the right side panel. Click at the bottom and follow the simple instructions. You will then be at the top of the list. Thanks for your support. Okay, so Chip, I'm listening to this story, and it's not the first time I've heard it because you've shared it with me before, but I think I got a little more detail this time than I had before. I don't think I realized that it was three months that you were at a commission, mm-hmm. and then coming back from that, and I've had other clients. I, I mentioned one before who was in a coma for something like six months. Really? And when he came to, it was like all of his programming had been erased he didn't know english anymore he couldn't walk i mean Mm. and he had to go through this painful process of just relearning everything and i'm getting a sense that you had to go through some of that too yes i sure did and i tell you what somebody with that kind of difficulty and those kinds of experience you have to be miserable you know (laughs) you don't you (laughs) No, you're yeah. reacting to that a little. You <laughs> well, used to believe that. I used to believe that, exactly. But you know what? We have the power to choose. We um, can choose uh. to be miserable or we can choose to be happy. It's, it's we who choose. Now, how did you figure that out? What was it that happened in your life that helped you to start seeing it differently? Well, you know, Dr. Paul, um, as I grew up, um, one of my heroes was Art Berg. And Art Berg went to, he taught at EFYs. And I remember I loved. Now, to some of our listeners speak. may have no clue what EFY means. This is oh. a youth program okay. that's run here, yes. here locally called Especially for Youth. That's what EFY stands for, yeah, just so people will know. Yeah, and what they do is they have speakers come on a variety of different subjects. Mm-hmm. And Art Berg came, and he told of his life. He, is, he was a quadriplegic who was um, hurt and um, lost all the functioning of his extremities, mm. or except his... Above his his waist, like a like a parapole. No, he's a quadriplegic. Well, Chip, um, Chip, I've got his book right here in front of me, and you introduced this to me. Uh, for you listeners, Chip uh, brought in this book called "The Impossible Just Takes a Little Longer," and I love that title. But as I was reading through this book, to uh, to reiterate what you just said. Art, when he was, I think he was like 19 or something. 23. Early 20s, maybe. A very young man. He was traveling from California to Utah to visit Mm -hmm. his fiancée. Okay, he was engaged to be married. And on the way, the kid who was driving the car fell asleep at the wheel. And this little Volkswagen Rabbit that they were driving went up over a barrier of some kind and rolled several times. Art was ejected from the car and and fractured his neck, which also severed his spinal cord. Okay, mm-hmm. He woke up in the hospital with the doctor telling him, you are a quadriplegic. You will never marry. You will never take per, uh, part in sports again. You will not lead a normal life. You will have to rethink everything. You'll have to dream new dreams. You'll have to think new thoughts. So he woke up to this realization. Okay, His mother, bless her soul, came in at his bedside. And you can imagine what a mom must have been going through. I'm looking at Chip's mom over here. And she knows a little bit of the pain that comes through this. But, but Art's mom was sitting next to her now quadriplegic son in his hospital bed. And she said, Art, while the difficult takes time, 
the impossible just takes a little longer. And there was a long silence. I gave her a look, my eyes filled with tears. This is Art talking. And then she whispered to me again, Art, the impossible just takes a little longer. So, Chip, did he go on to get married? You know, he did. He got married. He had kids. He Did he ever participate in sports? He did. In fact, um, one of the things he did is he set a world record. He, after um, running some marathons, he decided to Now, when run you say running, you mean... Pushing. In a wheelchair. So, yeah. Pushing mm -hmm. marathons. And um, after he did that, he decided that he was going to change history and become the first quadriplegic um, to push from Salt Lake City, Utah, to St. George, over 325 miles. And he did mm. it. He's the only person that's ever done that, set a world record. And that's amazing. So here's a guy who's demonstrating what the title of his book suggests. The impossible just takes a little longer. I also really like a phrase that I've shared on this show before, and that is, those who say that something is impossible should get out of the way of those of us who are doing it. Right, <laughs> right on. And I love that mentality. And what is impossible? Okay. Now, okay, now we're getting off of your story a little bit, Chip, but Artberg is one of these inspiring people who have taught us that despite the circumstances you can still make from your life whatever you choose. Now, do you agree with that? You can. You have the power to choose. Mm. And that is huge. Everyone faces uh, some kind of trial in mm. their life. We can either let them get us down and have bad, bad time, or we can move on and we can do our best with what we've been blessed with. We can always make a change. Chip, I think you're absolutely right when you say that everyone gets to face trials. Everyone gets to have adversity in their life and challenges. True? True. Now, it's different for everybody. So, Chip, you had an accident when you were a young man. With a flagpole. Okay, mm -hmm. I didn't. But my challenges are just as significant to me as yours are to you. That's and true. yours are just as significant to you as Art Berg's are to him. That's right. But you know what? As human beings, sometimes we do a really kind of a goofy thing. I, I call it goofy, but everybody does it. And that's that you start to think of yourself as a special case. Some, yes. Somehow my package is extraordinary. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. And that's an unfortunate thing. Um, and our society just kind of uh, helps us to, to uh, believe that we are mm -hmm. special. Mm -hmm. um, you know what? Sometimes we just have to buck up and... and uh, and change ourselves mm -hmm. to meet the challenges that we face. And, and that's the hardest thing that we can do. So life changed for you very drastically. Yes. When that accident occurred. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with that now? Well, you know, I am uh, teaching seminary part-time. Uh-huh. I haven't given up on life. I'm still experiencing well, you could everything. Have. I surely could have. But, you know, I'm so grateful for the the um, different experiences in life mm -hmm. that have helped me to realize that we have a choice, that we can sit on our butts and do nothing, or we can get up and do something with what we've got. Now, when you say you have a choice... I don't think that you necessarily chose 
to suffer that injury. No. Okay, so that's not what you're talking about. No, no, no. You're talking about, okay, that happened. Life changed for you. That's okay, right. now what are you going to do with that? And that's your choice. That's right. You know, um, it changed for me. Other people may face a divorce, mm-hmm. uh, may, mm-hmm. may be employment problems. But you know what? We all have our packages and our, right. our own lives. And every life is different. But the purpose, one of the purposes of life is to realize how to meet those challenges and to grow. So you were asking a question before that was not serving you well. And when you realized it, you changed your question. And the question was, why me? A phrase that you've introduced me to is whiners. Whiners, yeah. Whiners, those who... And I love that because it's got that sound to it, you know? Yeah. Why me? Well, they're whiners, right? Well, yeah, you know, everyone does it. I, I'm sure everyone has. So what's the alternative? Why. Well, you know what? Why not me? I'm tough. Mm. I have been dealt this. You can either whine and say, why me? Why me? Why me? And wonder why your life is so bad. (laughs) Or you can get out there and make your life better. Create a better life. Exactly. I love that. Why not me? Why not me? And it's just as legitimate, isn't it, Chip? It is. It is. And you know what? I think it... um, Along with being, you know, it makes you feel that uh, you are, like it empowers you more, that you mm-hmm. are able to face your challenges, and that's why this happened to you. You know, and that is so true. I have found that it doesn't make a lot of difference whether or not people have problems. In fact, they will. That's a given. There will be problems, there will be challenges. But the biggest mm-hmm. thing, and there's actually research on this, Chip, where, where some, some leading psychological researchers have looked at the question of self-esteem, for example. Mm-hmm. And they found that your self-esteem is tied most closely to whether you see yourself facing your problems or not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter if you solve them as long as you see yourself taking it on. Yeah. And not avoiding exactly. and running away from those problems. You know, flight is uh, a natural response. That's right, the fight or flight response. Mm-hmm. And you want to avoid it. Taking it on is what gives you the power to start inspiring others. Stick with us. joining me for the Live on Purpose radio podcast. It is truly an honor to be a part of your prosperity team. Please visit my website, drpaul.org, to get connected with other tools for you and your family. There you will find links to my weekly e-zine, Empower, Harnessing the Power of the Mind, and to the free Parental Power teleconference that I host every week with my wife, Vicki. You can also check out upcoming events, or pick up powerful information products. Feel free to contact me directly with questions, comments, or to book me for your company or private event. Email me through drpaul at liveonpurposeradio.com. I've got a great idea. This is Shay Larson, ideaorbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. Is it required to receive before giving? According to Blake McCoskey, you should give first, then receiving is just a result. The 29-year-old business phenom was traveling in Argentina when a philanthropic idea hit him. Blake noticed that most of the people in the villages did not have shoes. Their feet were injured and diseased. Instead of creating a charity and going through fundraising to help, Blake decided to start a business. He designed a pair of shoes using an authentic Argentinian look, 
but using upgraded materials for support and durability. He decided to sell the shoes for $40, which included enough profit to donate a pair of shoes to someone in Argentina. Every time someone buys a pair of Blake shoes, they feel good about helping someone else. His original goal was to sell 250 pairs of shoes his first six months so he could donate 250 pairs of shoes to those in need. Well, the story took off better than Blake supposed as over 10,000 pairs of shoes were ordered and donated in his first six months of business. In two years, Blake has sold and donated over 63,000 pairs of shoes, created a lot of success, and helped a lot of people with his giving idea. This is Shay Larson, IdeaOrbit.com, with the World of Ideas Report. I've got a great idea Wouldn't you like to know you probably can't bear it, so I guess I'll have to share it. I thought of it a moment ago. So Chip Romney, can you believe that we're half done with this show already? <laughs> it's uh I can't. I can't believe it all. It's been fun. Oh, we're having a good time. You know what? We haven't hit everything yet though. Cuz there's some powerful pieces of this that I I think we should bring out. There's something about taking responsibility for your own life that just scares the bejeebies out of people. It, yes, it sure does. That's that's one of the um most important uh things that we face mm -hmm. is that we need to take responsibility and it's so easy to pass the buck what what do you what have you learned about embracing your fears well um dr paul when we have fears it's for a reason and when we have those mm. fears we need to face them and and conquer them. Well, you said earlier, our probably our natural response is to run away. Yeah, it's to run away. But you know what? It may take some um, thinking about mm -hmm. it, but we have the power to turn the equation around Mm -hmm. and face our fears and mm -hmm. like uh we like you said we can become heroes as opposed to what as opposed to whiners <laughs> why me why am i facing this why i'm gonna start using that word i like that better than victim in some ways whiners <laughs> whiners doesn't it just have a good ring yeah it does. You know, I'm, I'm intrigued about this idea about fear. And we've talked about this a number of times on the show as well. There's, there's some questions that you can ask yourself to get yourself to actually start to face your fear and quit running away from it. What are some of those questions that have been helpful to you? Um, Dr. Paul, um, my questions are... Um, I like to uh, write these things down. Uh -huh. What are you avoiding? Um, I oftentimes think of that. And the list can go on, and it's different for every person. Mm -hmm. But when you identify what you're avoiding, you can face it more, um, more well, realistically. If you, do, if you don't know what it is that you're avoiding, then how do you know what to face, right? Right, right. So what are you avoiding? And this ties right into that fight-or-flight response that we talked about earlier because if you're avoiding something, it means that you're running away. It yeah. means that you're in your flight response. And you need to change what you're doing because you're not doing it right mm. if you do that. Um, the next one is, what, will, what can I do 
that is going to make the biggest impact. And some okay. of those may be, may be uh, motivated or, or you might be afraid of some of those things, but mm-hmm. you've got to look well, at those. What, so let me get that straight. What, will, what can I do that will make the biggest impact? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say that someone is facing a real challenge, a real adversity in their life. And they know that they can't change it. Okay, like you. Okay, you had this, you had this incident where you were injured. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can do about the fact that that happened. That's right. It's just part of the package. That's part of the deal. You can't change that. But mm-hmm. then you're suggesting, okay, ask, well, what can I do that will have the biggest impact? You know, Dr. Paul, um, I have uh, I've faced one of these things um, recently, mm-hmm. and it has added so much purpose to my life, and it's, it's great. Um, when I was uh, uh, 16 years old, mm-hmm. I took driver's ed, and two cars, after I demolished two of the driver's ed cars, <laughs> I wasn't able to, to pass it past the class and Uh. I've always struggled with that but you know what I could have turned around and everyone can when they face similar problems but as as a result I um, decided well I need to get around so I decided to buy myself a little recumbent bike and it's Mm. been the funnest thing I've ever Ever owned. Now, know? these are one of those that you kind of sit back into. Right? Sit back in. And but it's, you pedal it, and it's a yeah. bicycle. Well. Mm-hmm. Or a tricycle. Tricycle, yeah. It's got three wheels, right. Because I don't, I can't ride a bike. So, I do that. And it's that balance thing, huh, Chip? It's that balance thing. Follows me everywhere I go. It's just part of your package, isn't it? It is, and you've got to adapt. What a great thing. Adapt, you know, and next month. I'm going on a 60-mile bike ride through Yellowstone. I am really? so excited. Really? On your recumbent? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. You know, you just... Every every problem in life has a solution. If you're just willing and patient enough and search hard enough for it, it's there. It's there. You know what I just thought of? If you had got a driver's license in your teenage years... You mm-hmm. probably would not be taking this trip through Yellowstone. Well, thank goodness for that. <laughs> you know? Well, there's, that's really true, though. There are upsides and downsides to everything. And it, it's really easy to get all caught up and consumed by all of the yuck in your life when really there's a lot of really fantastic stuff and some of it's there because of your circumstances. Yeah, you know, it's it's really true that... You know, some of these experiences I've had have become become to me because mm-hmm. of my accident. Some of the people I've met, I would mm-hmm. never know my physical therapist because if I didn't have my accident, mm-hmm. wouldn't need them. So yeah, that's true. And they're some of my that's true. most prized relationships. So I'm. I'm peeking over at your list of questions, and there's one that we haven't talked about yet. And that is, what is preventing you from starting? Can you talk about that for a minute, Chip? I think that's a powerful one. I can. Um, You know, uh, the tendency that we have is to just sit there. And and put it off. And, And put it off. So, well, when you said earlier, and I know you're looking for it on your list there, you <laughs> said, what will make the biggest difference? And then what's preventing you from starting? That's right. You know, when we face um, challenges, we can, a lot of times, if we need to... Uh, overcome something Mm -hmm. we put it off we put it off and sometimes it doesn't matter what we do just that we do something 
a lot of times life is not succeeding in everything you do, but just mm -hmm. going out and giving it a, a good old-fashioned try. Sometimes that that brings us meaning. You know, there's there's an animated movie that came out not too long ago. It's called Meet the Robinsons. I don't know if you've seen that or not. I have not. It's it's a Disney flick, okay, and it's an animated show. And it's got some themes that actually follow some of the philosophies of Walt Disney himself, like keep moving forward. That's one of the themes of the show. But there's this scene. It's an awesome scene where where this boy makes a mistake. And I won't give you the details of it, but he basically makes a mistake. And the family, the Robinsons, starts to cheer. They start to clap. They start to applaud. And they're like, great mistake. Way to go. This is awesome. And he's all puzzled. He's like, what? What are you talking about? And they say, or one of them says, oh, yeah, mistakes are so valuable. You can learn a lot from your mistakes. Successes, not so much. And I thought, yeah. wow, that is so cool. What you're saying plays right into that, Chip, because get started. Try something. Do something. And I like the way that you put that, too, about what's preventing you from starting. The only thing that's preventing you is fear. Usually fear of failure, but if you take the Robinson's approach... Hey, that's a great thing. You can learn a lot from your mistakes. Successes, not so much. So you might as well get started. Yeah, you you get started, you get doing something. What's it, the worst thing that could happen? You stay in your house all day and you just <laughs> Well, I mean lay if you try, bed. if you were to try something, what's the worst well, thing that could happen? Um, that you'd fail? That you'd fail, but you know what? Failure is a great teacher. I think it's very underrated in our society. Well, I tell you what, Chip, I've put out a couple of email messages in the last two weeks about failure because I've had people in my office who are complaining about their life because they've failed, right? They've failed. Well, everything looks like a failure in the middle, you know what I'm yeah, saying? What yeah. if this is just the very inspiring, what if this is just the middle part of a very inspiring story? All of the inspiring stories I know have hard stuff in the middle. Yeah. Is that e true for you too? Yeah, even, yeah, everything. Well, what about Art Berg? You brought him up. Had he not gone through that accident and been facing the adversity that he was facing, he wouldn't have had the power to inspire the millions of people that he inspired later on. Yeah, he he couldn't. You know, a lot of people would say, hey, why did this happen to me? Mm -hmm. They'd go on being whiners and not do anything with their life. Not mm -hmm. Art Berg, not my hero, but mm -hmm. he took his trials and out of that made himself into a better person. And in the process of doing that, he inspired others too. And his legacy is probably never going to die, you know? Well, it won't because of the way he has shared it through books and other things. But mm -hmm. here he is, he's created from, his, from the stuff of his life, he's created something fantastic. And Chip, you're doing the same thing because you could become a victim or you can take this life and create something from it that is inspiring. That's cool. This is Kirk Weasler to tell you about morebetterbooks.com. MoreBetterBooks.com is where you can find more better books for a more better life. Not only that, let me tell you about some of the very fun and cool select titles on MoreBetterBooks.com. You'll want to get a copy of The Dog Poop Initiative. This best-smelling book could change your life forever. It certainly changed the lives of thousands of Boeing employees, as well as school teachers, parents, leaders across the United States and in Israel and in Germany. And you can get your own copy at MoreBetterBooks.com. Whoa, that's not all. What about The Cookie Thief? 
This classic tale told in a rhyming format, fully illustrated with very fun hidden messages. Pick up a copy now today on morebetterbooks.com. Other great titles there, Finding Your Pathway to Mastery, Beyond Illusions, Make It Great. These titles are only available on morebetterbooks.com. Go to morebetterbooks.com today and begin to have a more better life and live that life on purpose. Raising kids is one of the most challenging and rewarding experiences we can have in life. Your children didn't come with an owner's manual, so it's up to you to learn whatever will assist you in your role as a mom or a dad. Join me and my husband, Dr. Paul, for a free weekly discussion about all of the hot topics in parenting. Listen to what others are saying about these calls. By applying the things I've learned to the parental power calls, I'm finally becoming the mom I always thought I would be. I really like to use parental power as kind of like a reference book. So as I have concerns with my parenting, I like to be able to look up on the blog and then listen to whatever podcast seems closely related. So I like the variety of of topics, the variety of age groups that are addressed. I'm on the parental power calls as often as I possibly can because I know I'm going to come away with something I can apply to being a parent that very day. Let us join your parenting team through parental power. Just send an email to drpaul at liveonpurposeradio.com to register for the live calls. Or just check us out first through the link at drpaul.org. All of the previous calls are posted on our blog site, where you can also add your own input. Let's team up to start parenting on purpose. Okay, Chip, one more segment here, and we've still got some important things to cover. You know what? We're not going to get to all of it. There's no way that we could, in one hour, summarize all of the principles that have been meaningful and powerful in your life. I mean, I'm just looking Mm -hmm. over. We we made some notes here and a little bit of an outline. The importance of love and the importance of forgiveness. You know, as long as you are blaming everyone and everything for your miserable life, you were making no headway at all, were you? No, no. You were just getting deeper into the thick of it. Yeah, yeah. And it felt so good when you let go. Mm. Let go. and Just a release of a whole burden, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. We could do a whole show on just that. <laughs> but here's here's an interesting thing to me. You know what? I have interviewed before a number of inspiring people. You know that. Mm-hmm. One of the people that I interviewed is also a quadriplegic, like Art Berg. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you know him. His name's Steve Brady. And uh, I, I think I've you heard guys, that name. You guys won't find this in the archives because this is back when I was doing a show on K-Talk Radio in Salt Lake City, and I had Steve come in and do a show with me. He was, he was a successful ophthalmologist down in Las Vegas and suffered a uh, spinal cord injury when he was four-wheeling, and he broke his neck, okay? Now, he could have gone the victim route too, right? Mm -hmm. He chose, like you did, I alone am responsible for my happiness. If it's going to be, it's up to me. And he started to take charge of his life after struggling with some of the same kinds of things, okay? It's it's normal to have some depression and to have some discouragement and all that. That's all normal. But he made a choice and he started moving forward. Well, during one of the commercial breaks, you know how we kind of chat during the commercials? Mm -hmm. Well, we did that on the radio too. I've modeled this Mm -hmm. after that. Even though this is a recorded show, we still just run it as a live show. So all the little bloopers are going to be there. You you guys just get us, you know, natural. Here we are. (laughs) It's just Dr. Paul and Chip today. But I was chatting with Steve during the commercial, and I said, Steve, have you gotten to the point where you can truly feel grateful for this, for this package that you have? And he was very candid with me as he talked about, you know, had this not occurred, then I wouldn't have this, or I wouldn't have that, or I wouldn't be doing this, or my, you know, he he was able to to illustrate for me some of the things that had come into his life as a result of this package. 
And Chip, I'm going to ask you a hard, soul-searching question right now, okay? Mm-hmm. If you could rewind the tapes, if you could go back to that day when you were a young man at that scout camp, would you change what happened? You know, Dr. Paul, I would not. Um, really? My life has become what it is because of what happened that night. It's, I've been able to overcome some things mm-hmm. and face challenges in my life that I don't think if I didn't face them, my life would not have been as rich. Mm. So this event that for a while you thought had ruined your life has actually been instrumental in enriching your life. Yep. You just had to open your eyes to it. Yeah. It's kind of kind of uh, comical and kind of surreal. Y- you know, s- mm. something that you see is so bad. It's kind of like one of those eye images, you know, you... You look at it and you see a picture. Oh, yeah, magic eye. Yeah, magic eye. Uh-huh. And then you you really glare and this pic- a whole other picture shows up. A three-dimensional image can appear to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to look at it differently. You do. Than it's, you're used to looking at it. It's all about uh, your specs or mm-hmm. the glasses you have to look at your circumstances that helps you appreciate life. So if you're wearing a victim pair of glasses and you're looking at your life through those kinds of lenses, what's going to happen? You are not going to be happy Mm. no matter what. You could win the lottery. And you know what? You'll be happy for about a day or two, but your problems are going to follow you. You know, mm-hmm. I've I've realized that that you can never get rid of your problems until you change your attitude, and then mm-hmm. you never see your problems quite the same way. That's right, that's right. You know what? I was thinking of a poem that uh, that Art Berg, Art Berg puts right here in the front of his book. And do you know the one that I'm referring to? The Yes, I, think it's I called do the Invictus. Invictus. Yeah, that was it. And if I find it real quick, I'm going to quote from that. Yeah, here it is. Do you mind if I share this, Chip? No, no, go right this, ahead. And thank you so much for introducing me to this. Uh, and I'm referring to Art Berg's book. I'll put a copy of this on the website so that you guys, I mean a link so that you can get to this. Um, this is inspiring stuff. Here's a guy who who had every reason in the world to become a victim, you know? Mm-hmm. And to, he was in, and isn't this interesting? Sometimes people insist on, they feel entitled to their misery. Yes, yes, you know? yes. Well, he, if anyone, would be entitled to misery, right? That's right. And it's a way to live your life and he, he you didn't, want it. He did not choose that. <laughs> he didn't choose misery. No. Okay, Here's, here is the poem, and I love this. This is powerful. And I think it sums up a lot of what we've been talking about here today, mm-hmm. Chip. This could be uh, one of the themes of your life, okay, the way you've described it here. It says, Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloody, but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. Powerful. Yep. Yep. You are in charge. You are the the pilot. Mm-hmm. Pilot of your soul. Now that's a little scary too. 
Okay. <laughs> and we have to acknowledge that at some level because at some point when you realize, wait a minute, it's me. It's me that's driving my life. Hold on. Wait a minute. I, I thought I was here because of that and because of this. And you start blaming and pointing to all your circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, Chip, you got to admit, there was a portion of time there not too long ago when your life was miserable. It sure was. It sure was. And it wasn't a life I want to go back to. That's right. And as long as you're blaming someone or something else for that misery in your life, Mm -hmm. you do not have the power to change it. See, you're always waiting for them to change it for you, for them to make it okay. You know all those people and agencies that you were blaming before? Yeah, 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 yeah. How soon are they going to change and make it okay for you? Probably never. Probably not. Yeah, yeah, you know. You you need to change your ideas and your thinking. And Art Berg said it so well that in the end, you are responsible for your life. Not others, not mm. anyone. It's you. Whatever you face is... Whatever you do is dependent on you, not your circumstances. And this is not, life is not for the weak of heart. It isn't. Because it requires some guts and some fortitude to actually do that, to take responsibility for your life. You know what? The easy thing, the easy downhill thing would be to be a victim. What kind of maturity does that take? You know, nothing. You say it's easy, and it probably is. Well, you know what? I know from experience. It is easy, but Mm -hmm. it's the most unrewarding, empty, hollow, Mm. dead feeling you're ever going to get. But it's, Mm. it's free almost, you know? You don't have to do anything for it. That's right. That's why I said it's the easy downhill road. And it's easy, but miserable. That's totally miserable, and it leads to captivity in your life. Mm-hmm. It's hard to take responsibility for yourself. And I got to tell you, Chip, I am inspired by, by your spirit, by your willingness to take this thing that has happened to you and just consider it as part of your package. Yeah. It's no more, and it's no less. <laughs> it's just part of your package, and it's helped to create this this life that you have now. But the most important thing is who's going to drive this? And you've made a decision about that. I you? am. I am the captain right. of my soul. You know that? That's right. That's right. And that's what gives you the power to inspire other people, just like Art Berg does. Now you do, and you do mm-hmm. this, too, because you teach and speak and inspire that's part of you, what you do. Yes, yes, you I am. A... Uh, I know, Chip, that there are people in our listening audience who are looking for, the same thing I'm looking for, for inspiring people to come in and talk to their group or to their business or whatever about these principles that can help them to take control of their lives. Is that something that you do as well? Yes, you know what? Um, I I am an, an inspirational speaker and... You know, I have even got a, an email account where you can contact me okay. if you would like to, like me to come to your group. Well, and I was going to ask you, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Now, you shared with me your email during the break. Mm-hmm. Let, and tell me if this is right. It's Chip Romney, C-H-I-P-R-O-M-N-E-Y-0-3. Yes, yeah, that's the, the year I graduated. Okay, chipromney03, or 03, at gmail.com. Correct. Is that the right address? Yes. Okay, so if people are interested in contacting you, if they have any questions or they want to comment on what we've talked about here today, feel free to send Chip a message to chipromney03 at gmail.com. Chip, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Dr. Paul. I'm going to give you the last word. What do you want to leave our listeners with? Don't be a victim. Quit your whining and be a hero.